0: KNEW WHAT HOLIDAY WAS IT YESTERDAY? It was quite the Purim here. We had a true Megillah extravaganza. And we did so for a holiday that was declared not by the Torah, because it comes later, nor by the rabbis of the Talmud. But who declares that there should be Purim? Queen Esther and her uncle Mordecai, as recorded in the Ketuvim in the Book of Writing. What does that holiday celebrate? The sudden salvation of the Jews of Persia, who were threatened with death by Haman, who epitomizes evil, so we try to blot out his name. And he's defeated by the courageous action of a young Jewish queen. How old does the Talmud say she is? 16 years old, who calls out her identity and says, I'm a proud Jew, and speaks her truth to power. I mention it today because if you lived in a walled city like Jerusalem, then today was also Purim, Shushan Purim, for Esther declared two days of celebration. And I think we should count the walls of the Presidio and have two days of Purim here in San Francisco. But it is fascinating, if you think about it, from a halachic, a Jewish legal perspective, that we have a hog, a holiday, as joyous and silly as it is, a form of Jewish carnival that's meant to be observed for all time, even in Yameha Mashiach, the rabbi said, in the days of the Messianic age, we will still have Purim, and that this holiday was commanded not by a man, but by a young Jewish woman. Esther makes halacha, she makes Jewish law, and the rabbis of the Talmud later endorse her decision. She makes the difference. Now, I sometimes wonder how much the non-Jewish world thinks about us when we celebrate this holiday. Are they aware of Purim? Once Rabbi, I know, I know Rabbi Azriel, who had a student pulpit in Kentucky, I think it was in Kentucky, somewhere in the south, and he was dressed up for Purim. They were in great festivities. And somebody got sick, and they called the fire department, and the police, they all came to this little town with only a few Jews in it. And he had to be embarrassed when they said, who's in charge here in this synagogue? And Rabbi Azrael held up his hand, and he was, of course, dressed up as the devil. <laughs> so, boy, he had some explaining to do. <laughs> But when I was attending the APAC conference in Washington, DC just a few days ago, that question was answered by a number of speakers in attendance. Both Hillary Clinton and Ted Cruz focused for a time on the Megillah. They talked about the heroism of Esther as they warned about the dangers of modern day Persia, Iran. Secretary Clinton talked about Esther's courage in speaking out for our people against those who would harm us. And God bless him, Senator Cruz quoted from the Talmud. <laughs> he did. About porn. Teaching us the need to be a people of good. United against what is evil or wrong in life. And I have to admit that I was impressed by their references and their effort. Because I do believe that porn despite its frivolous nature, has a depth to us that should influence how we understand our own responsibility as individuals to find our voice and bring our blessing into the world. Even though we might erroneously think at first that we lack power, that we lack any ability to bring change and truly affect this life for the good. You know, it was my first AIPAC conference, and it was amazing to be there with over 18,000 Jews gathered near the Capitol building, studying, praying, and working together for a common end. It's the largest gathering of Jews in the country. And it was a diverse Jewish gathering. There were Reform, Conservative, all varieties of Orthodox, Reconstructionist, and of course, the biggest group, secular Jews under one large tent. And it was a wonderful sight to see. APEC even went so far as to organize a rabbinic mixer to make sure that Reform and Orthodox rabbis talk to each other. That doesn't happen in many places. It's a problem. And they did that. So I found myself schmoozing with the rabbi, who is now the rabbi who's at the wall greeting kids looking for a Shabbat dinner. Remember that guy before? I had a free Shabbat dinner at the wall once. And then an Orthodox rabbi who heads up the Hillels in Atlanta and said, you know, to be a rabbi for Hillel, you have to be pluralistic. And He was giving me that inclusive message. It was great. And the gathering was politically diverse as well, you might not realize it, but there were Jews left, right, and center, and we were all brought together to find ways to be supportive of the state of Israel's relationship with this country. And the Israelis who were there were diverse too, from all different aspects of the Israeli political spectrum. But we were united by that desire to engage about the challenges Israel faces, and make sure that we, the Jewish people, are working together even though there are areas where we may sharply disagree. But we work together nonetheless for what we believe to be the good of both countries. Well, I have to tell you, I am grateful for Jews who are willing to take this kind of time throwing themselves into Jewish organizational life. I'm grateful whether they're part of APAC or J Street, The JCRC, the New Israel Fund, the American Jewish Committee, all these groups, all of us want to be president of something, you know. Any group that unites the Jewish people to support Jewish life and a strong Eretz Israel. And I think that we do have to acknowledge that there's power in Jewish diversity. Because there is no one right way to reach the better world we're trying to achieve. We make that mistake sometimes in the Jewish community when we conclude that our way is the only way. In the Megillah, both Mordecai and Haman thought that the path to power would be found by paying tribute to the king. Each wanted to be the prime minister. Each competed for that kind of power. But who saves the Jewish people? It's the one whom no one expected would make any kind of difference. Esther, who replaced Vashti, a wife who lost her position because she stood up to her husband. Well, she does the same thing. Esther finds her voice. And though at great risk, she celebrates her identity, and she calls out for the right to defend herself. And this time, the king listens, and she makes a difference. Think about why the tradition says A 16-year-old girl saves the Jewish people. A lesson to be drawn this day after Purim is that we Jews need to be involved in the major conversations that affect our world. As a diaspora Jewish community in a free country, we shouldn't be afraid to have our voice heard. And this is why those various Jewish organizations that do outreach, that do interfaith work, that do advocacy, are so important. Rabbi Mintz, what organization are you being honored by this week? Not what is it? the Earth, Justice Partnership. Exactly. That kind of work. Let our community remember that we need diverse voices and that when we discuss hard issues as a community, we also need to listen respectfully to each other and make sure that the diversity of views are shared Apac did this, and the Talmud exemplifies this by including multiple opinions in a myriad of ways when it lists minority and majority opinions, and so, do does, so too does Jewish commentary. A second lesson this day after Purim is that you may be just like Esther, a person who has to come to realize that you can make a difference in your own way whether it's in politics or business, as a volunteer or as a student, Mordecai tells Esther, perhaps you were just born at this time and given this position for just this particular reason, to be the one who saves us. We should all live with that perspective. We should all understand that even if the challenge that's facing us is not a life or death issue, but maybe you were born at this time to open a child's eyes to learning and the joy of learning, or to be the one to build a sense of community in your neighborhood, or reach out to the support of the arts to help our community deepen. Maybe you were born for this purpose. Look at your life and understand that it may not be about being in the halls of power, but that you have so much to contribute right here where you live. You have a gift to give. You have a blessing to bring. And perhaps you were born at this time for just such a purpose. Shabbat shalom.